New Thought Media Network. We are a global broadcast network of positive music, media, and entertainment. Inspiring humanity's evolution along the journey of enlightenment and creating a world of love, peace, empowerment, and prosperity for all. New Thought Media Network. Positively inspiring. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh**, a weekly program where Rev Briz and Rev Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh** they want to talk about. Based on the new thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh** shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond. And good morning. Hello again, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here. Rev Z right here. And we're a couple of ministers talking shit. We do this every Friday morning here on the New Thought Media Network. And uh, take a look at what's going on in the world, what's up in the news. And sometimes we even find a spiritual perspective. Now, we always find a spiritual perspective about it. So mm -hmm. good morning, Linda. Glad you're with us. Good to see you. Brother Wayne, our golden bubble of peace. Glad you're with us as well, sir. Anyone else that's out there watching, please feel free to join the conversation, chat along with our StreamYard system. We don't see that you're here until you make a, until you chat along. So let us know you're in the room or if you're watching at a later time, <clears throat> feel free to do that as well. Yes. Uh, we'll respond tomorrow, next week, whenever you might chat in. So. All right, Z, what a week. Yes. I mean, yeah. I, I, that's all I can say is, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, first off, folks, we want to say a, a few things. There's a couple of celebrations. There's also a couple of not-so-fun anniversaries. But uh, number one, it's Father's Day weekend here in the United States. So if you're a father or act as a father or serve as a father in any way, congratulations. Ooh, glad you're here. It's also Juneteenth. And... Um, here in Colorado, it's uh, now about half of the states, I think, have actually uh, given workers and people the day off on Monday, and it made Monday a true holiday. Um, even though it passed at the federal level, not all the states are doing anything. Uh, but congratulations, I, I guess congratulations isn't happy, or sorry, isn't appropriate, but happy Juneteenth yep. as well. And, uh, and it's Pride Month. So we're happy pride all weekends long and you know z one of the stories i saw this week that i think was interesting we didn't talk about this beforehand but there really is a move <clears throat> to take corporate sponsorship out of pride hmm. and I, I that's what i thought you might say so i'd love to hear a little bit of your thoughts on that right it wasn't pride about being accepted as mainstream or as normal as and what's more normal than the corporations ripping you off and and branding your stuff for their benefit I, that's as american as it gets isn't it yeah you know it it, it it's it's that tongue-in-cheek thing that goes on you know and 
uh, you know, I, 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 the original, as I understand it, the original corporate sponsorship of it was to promote diversity and to, and to create a, a platform or create an atmosphere so that the LGBTQ plus community, um, even if it wasn't there, felt like there was some kind of uh, 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 safety net or some kind of helping hand or, or something to that effect that would allow them to be uh, you know, accepted into communities and be able to function and live a life. Um, but in the true capitalist way, some people are beginning to question, is it more capitalism now than, than corporate support? Right. Um, and so, and a very similar thing happened with Juneteenth. I think Walmart either created or, 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 or got somebody to create some Juneteenth ice cream uh, or something like that um, and, and created a little stir. Now, you know, uh, I think corporations have to support these I, the, these efforts because what they're trying to do is create an environment and an atmosphere where all people are accepted and and true history uh, is being taught so that people can expand. But when it when it when, when it crosses a line of being more profit than than education and atmosphere raising, right. then it's it, 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 it to me it becomes questionable. I mean we we live in a capitalist society, so we know. Uh, you need some money in this place. Uh, and, you know, we might talk a little bit about here uh, in, in a little while, the, the economy and inflation and all that. But for now, we want to honor Father's Day, Pride, and Juneteenth without any other corporate stuff. We just want to celebrate fathers who are doing what they need to do. Uh, the end of slavery, which was the end of slavery in Texas on Juneteenth. Other states had different dates of the actual ending or notification and pride where we can separate well, separate all of the fiction and deal with the facts about the LGBT community and what they provide and how they support us and have supported us forever. Right. It's tricky. It, it really isn't uh, like if, if corporations don't support, mm -hmm. then people of a, unique demographic don't know which corporations are okay to, to support mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um we also talked about this a little bit in uh you'll hear later folks also we had a discussion around the cheney family this morning and the fact that Mar mary cheney spent a bunch of time helping cores and the cores family get beyond the the perception a, a, a national boycott by lgbtq community and and she's part of that community and she helped a, a corporation that you know has its own history and its own problems so did was she able to move them forward or was it a band-aid to so they could make more profits mm -hmm. it's and truthfully all these companies employ lgbtq people yep so it's hard to say you can't do that <clears throat> when a portion of your own workforce wants to see you doing this, wants yeah. to see, if you work for Walmart, you want to see Walmart 
given money to Juneteenth organizations, to uh, to LGBTQ organizations. You want to see your company giving money where your values are as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if this uh, there's a move out there. I've seen it on Facebook right, to get corporations out of pride. We'll have to see how far that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it, it, I mean, quite frankly, that's going to put the onus on the organizations to raise all the money, right? So, um, or get people to donate something, and 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 you know, in my mind, it, it becomes uh, it becomes less sustainable, right? I mean, given the corporate sponsorship, we know that that may ebb and flow, but if it's a consistent commitment, there will always be something. But if it if 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 there's not a pot of money, right, or a pot of supporters that's going to uh, hold the torch and keep the flame burning, if you will, it 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 will be um, subjected to some other kinds of of pressures to keep it going. I think. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, so we're talking about money, and we're talking about corporations, and we're talking about pressures. Uh, that's our next big story of the week, folks. Um, oh, well, actually, before we do, let's bring Linda into the conversation. If the corporations operate their business in a way that supports all as equal in hiring, promotions, and salaries, I think their financial support of a cause is great. Exactly. Yes. But we want to see we want to see the actions behind the money as well. We yes. want to see that there is a commitment not just to throw money at something but to be involved in yeah. the, the the movement of equality forward of equity forward yeah it, it's kind of like uh our patent saying from our, our father Ernest Holmes: you gotta uh treat and move your feet you gotta pray and, and and have some action you can't just give money and then no you know your actions are totally against the the money that you're throwing uh in a specific way to support so it's a both and you have to be involved with your body and your money. <laughs> yes. So again, speaking of money, folks, we saw something fairly unprecedented. What is it, 28 years or something? Yeah. When the Fed raised the interest rate yesterday by uh by three quarters of a point. Yeah. Three quarters of a point. That's the largest interest rate rate hike in quite a while. Uh, Z, tell us what this means. It means that, you know, first and foremost, everybody needs to make a budget. If you don't have a budget, you need to make a budget. Because (laughs) if you just think about it, a year ago, a year ago, you could get a mortgage for around, we'll just average it out and say 3%. There was some lower than 3% on a house. Now, that interest rate is closer to 6%. Yeah. Right? So in one year, those rates have doubled. And they're looking to raise the rates a couple more times, maybe another point and a, and a quarter or a point and a half before the end of the year. Now, you know, inflation, as we know, which is the rise of costs on, on goods, everybody sees that. And it's a multi-factor thing, right? We know COVID put some supply chain, so the supply is already low. Now the demand is up, and we don't have as much. And then the the manufacturers can't get the stuff. I mean, we can go into a real round robin of how this happens, 
right? There's no one, there's no one thing that caused it. It's always a conglomerate of things. But we have to begin to be conscious of what we're doing in all spheres, right? I mean, we, we have to look at our budgets, we have to we have to look at our spending. I mean, gas in California is seven bucks and change, almost eight bucks in some places out on the West Coast. <clears throat> Unless you're that one guy at that one station who made a big mistake and set the pumps for 69 cents a gallon. And he's yeah. been fired from his position pretty quickly. They figured it out after about seven or eight hours. But for seven or eight hours, one one station had it marked at six ninety nine on the sign. But when you got to the pumps, it was only sixty nine cents. I got a feeling there were a whole bunch of really happy people about about that one that day. And you know, you know, it's so unfortunate. And I think people are feeling sad for the guy because it's on his typing mistake. We know. And and I heard that there is a GoFundMe. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> A GoFundMe account to help raise sixteen thousand dollars to pay back the company, which is what they figured they lost, so he could get his job back. To pay the gas station, you know, and that's that's the other thing there, right? Is <clears throat> this isn't some evil empire that lost, right? If if it was Mobile Gas or Exxon Oil that lost sixteen thousand dollars, and no big deal. This is this is a mom and pop organ, right? None of these. It's all a family-owned business, and it was an honest mistake. And it's a shame they fired the guy. I understand. You know, you've got to follow procedures. But I saw the statistic this past week: corporate profits for oil companies have not gone down one bit in all of this if anything corporate profits are up over this same time last year so we're not really seeing a lack of gasoline anywhere what we're seeing is corporate greed yeah and you know i have uh a friend um and they're, they're one of their kids work in the oil and gas business trading oil and gas and their bonus check mm. Not the salary. Their bonus check was over a hundred thousand dollars. Right. So you know how much money that person must have made to get a <laughs> bonus of a hundred thousand. Right. So so the oil and gas companies are making lots of money. And I mean, when we look at that that the con I mean we are now in a situation where we have, uh, 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 I forget the word, the trifecta of thing. You know, we got the economy, we got the weather, we got the political thing. And all of this keeps things stirred and the spiral is going up. I mean, you think about the economic effect of what it's going to take to fix Yellowstone, the northern part of the Yellowstone that just got hit by floods and Mm -hmm. And street, I mean, they, they're saying they may have to close the thing for the whole year, that part anyway. Mm -hmm. What's the economic effect of that? Those people up there, they depend on people coming to the parks. They can't, right. if you're in there, you can't get out. And if you're not in, you can't get in. Right. Yes, I agree. We do have a, a very um, precipice of, like we're on a precipice here 
between the impacts of climate change and global and let's let, let's call it what it is global warming yeah. right it's not just the climate is changing the planet is getting hotter uh and the global warming that's happening as well as um there are a lot of a lot of politicians that don't seem to care no no. We're going to talk a little bit today as well, folks, about what's happening in Washington, D.C., but I've got a lot of respect right now for Liz Cheney standing up for what she believes and principles of America and trying to get to the truth of what happened on January 6th rather than because she's going to lose her seat in Congress over all of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everybody's saying she's going to lose in Wyoming because of her taking a stand how we need to get more people taking a stand it feels yeah i mean i mean you know it's 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 sad when 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 the proverbial writing is on the wall about so many things in this country and and we don't pay heed i mean like today right just just on the weather pattern i i because I, I can't get over it <laughs> three-fourths of the country of this country three-fourths of it today will be 75 degrees or higher, right? Uh, most of the places on in that three-fourths are going to be 85, 90 degrees or higher. Now, I mean, the only places that's going to be chilly, if you will, is like Seattle and, and, and Portland and, and, you know, San Francisco, stuff that's right there on the coast where the, where the weather patterns come in. Everything else is like in the 90s. I mean, here in Denver, going to be 96. Salt Lake City is going to be 98. Vegas, 103. Uh, yeah. I mean, for someone to say that there's no change and that that is not a cumulative effect, um, you know, and, and, and one more soapbox opera on the, on the weather because I am, you know, it, it's unfortunate. And I forget the two... Um, journalist's name, but they just confirmed that two journalists down in, in Brazil in the Amazon were killed while they were out there doing research on the cutting down of trees and and uh, and, and everything. They, 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 they were killed in like the 8th of June, but for trying to show that we cannot continue to just go in these places that are creating atmosphere and, and everything for the planet and continue to just indiscriminately cut it down and destroy it. Yeah. It's, um, well, I'm going to echo again what our friend Linda says, as a practitioner of new thought, these times challenge me to practice abundance principles. And I, I'm going to encourage you, uh, Linda, to let's put the abundance aside for a second. Mm -hmm. Let's get into the truth principles. Let's get into the principles of truth that we are one life that this is one thing happening on the planet and we have to be willing to stand for that one life. Now, if that means getting into going to pride March next weekend in Denver here, then call me. We'll make sure you know the details and you can join us. If it means calling your senators and saying, Hey, we need to vote in this direction. I want to see more of this in my, uh, in my life, in our lives. Now is the time where we have to not just practice the principles in our minds and in our hearts, but we have to practice the principles out in the streets. Yeah. And we have to practice the principles 
in our supermarkets and we have to practice and that means we have to practice the principles when we're driving and and being a little i watched a guy yesterday run a red light must have been two three seconds behind the light um luckily i was the third car so i wasn't the first one trying to get across the intersection now is the time where i believe we get to practice but we also have to demonstrate these universal principles of truth. And part of those truths or part of those principles or one of those principles is stewardship. Be a good steward. Because I've seen so many people lean heavily on one side, the prosperity side, but they're not good stewards of what they already have. And, and, and we know that we live a cause and effect reality. And so part of that is being good stewards. Don't just leave the lights on when nobody's in the room. Uh, you know, don't just leave the water. If, if the water's dripping, get a new washer so it doesn't go drip, 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 drip. I mean, simple things to show that we are good stewards of what God has already provided us with so that we can continue to support ourselves, the planet, and everybody on it. Yep. You know, you hit on a point that I love to. If you're using air conditioning or a swamp cooler or anything like that at this time of the year, because it's hot out, we get that. You don't need to set that thing to 63, <laughs> right? You don't need a couple of degrees cooler than what it is outside. You're going to feel fine. It's going to feel great. You're going to save energy in the, in the process. Um, not to mention you can save yourself some bucks by not, by not running all that stuff. So... Here's our bottom line, I think, folks, is yes, it is an abundant universe. Yes, we do practice abundance principles and we practice universal principles, stewardship being one of those. And yes, uh, having a prosperity consciousness and being willing to share that, uh, being willing to share the road, being willing to help someone out when they're when they need a little help. Uh, getting out of the, hey, it's all about me and moving into the, it's all about we. It's all together we're making this happen. Individually, nothing really happens. No, 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 it does not. And the sooner we can figure that out and work together. I mean, you know, a, a, a prime example in my mind of the community vibe is is to look at an ant colony or look at a bee colony. Right. They work together tirelessly because they understand without the community, there is no them. Even, you know, because they keep everybody in touch. They let everybody know when danger's coming. They let everybody know what the food source is. And they work together to make sure that everybody is taken care of. Now, some more or less based on a whole variety of reasons, but the concept of community and working together and supporting each other and sharing information and, and resources, those, those colonies, excuse me, of, of, of bees or ants are just tremendous to show us what's possible I mean, I'm from the South, and if you've ever seen an ant colony get washed away by the rain, I mean, completely washed away, and within a day, <laughs> they got that ant mound bigger 
and 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 grander than it was before because they immediately start working together to build it back. Yeah. Hey, you know, speaking of which, we want to talk a little bit about information that today, uh, because if you're alive in America, you've been inundated by a ton of information one way or the other regarding January 6th of last year uh, and what is now many places referred to as the great American insurrection. Uh, and I don't know about you, Z, but I've been doing my, it's not fun. I'll tell you that it's not fun to, to spend two, three hours a day listening to these politicians go on and on. And, and yet, what it appears is emerging is that our former president knew what was going on was illegal and was promoting it was helping and was making it and was working diligently to do anything to remain in power uh in the face of what everybody agrees is now is an election won by joe biden um that was not stolen and we have some heroes uh standing up as I mentioned earlier, Liz Cheney is pretty much risking, is pretty much losing her career as a politician, or at least this seat. Uh, I think she's going to, I think we'll see her come back again uh, to make a stand for what she believes is right. Um, what have you been seeing during these committee hearings and the publication of it? Well, you know, um, I, I think there's been some interesting comments by people that were close to the president uh who uh in their in their uh interviews you know said they were against it that they knew you know i guess the the, the strange thing is you know it seems like there were a lot of people who knew it was ludicrous and they spoke against it but the question in my mind is how diligent were you in trying to uh convince or even conjole, or even push the president away from this. Um, you know, I'm 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 not a I'm not a Trump fan at all, right? Uh, I I I will be honest though. When he first came in, having lived in New York for a while, I had this this idea that all right, you know, I, he's got some shady stuff. But if he goes in and he tries to run this as a business and, and try to include everybody, all the departments of the business, if you will, to be successful. I thought he might've had a inkling to do something, but he just went completely bonkers. And, you know, <laughs> for him to do that, it created all kind of madness. And so all that to say, to, 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 to say that he had intelligent, smart people with him, most of them anyway, there was some some off to the left side of them. He has just allowed himself, his family, and the democratic process to delve into this uh, uh, cantankerous atmosphere that, that, that is quite frankly tugging at the fabrics of this country and the democracy that we hold. And, and, and I'm seeing in this, in this, hearings, the part that I've watched so far, that people have lost sight of that. And it seems that they're more or, or, or oftentimes they're in it for their own game, for their own promotion, for their own, uh, you know, whatever. And then they make these bold statements after, but we needed you up front to stop right. all of you. Right. That's part of my question. Where was Ivanka on January 4th 
why was she not out in the streets on the news channels <clears throat> beating a drum telling people this is getting dangerous mm-hmm. why was why were not many of these folks <clears throat> that we're now seeing try to cover their own tracks why were they not out in on the news stations this was information that seems readily available to the inner circles of that or that that organization that that group but nobody was willing to actually speak the truth to the american people they were they were seemed to be willing to speak truth to the power in the room even though he couldn't hear it none of them wanted to speak truth to the american people until until now until they're being forced to and that's what that's my prayer this weekend in moving through the rest of these hearings is that well number one democracy does survive and there's our spoiler alert folks democracy will survive democracy does survive this however again i think it's this is our work to do our work in consciousness that our politicians are more willing and the power players of of dc are willing and feel compelled to speak truth to the people moving forward from this place and that is that is that affirmation that i am holding um and the action piece for me is i'm i'm laying it on the line with the people that i vote for i want to i'm more than ever i want to see some commitment to speaking truth to the people mm-hmm. on a variety of issues mm-hmm and, and it's going to be, you know, we've seen through some of these primary elections that, you know, some of, uh, a few, actually, a few of Trump's uh, minions have won the, 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 the GOP candidate, primary candidate. Uh, um, so it will be interesting to see come the general election in November, um, how the, you know, it's going to be nip and tuck here. I, I, I honestly believe, I hate to say that, but, but, you know, um, people have bought into this. I mean, the, the, the whole idea that as prevalent is this whole separatist thing. Um, unfortunately, um, I mean, and, and, and as I say that, I just think about one of the things you talked about, one of the bad celebrations of, of remembrance or historical points is the is the mass shooting at the uh, church down in South Carolina seven years ago. And then just yesterday we had we had a ma- uh, well, a, a mass shooting. It would be considered a mass shooting at a church in Birmingham. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this rhetoric, this this firebrand talk is tearing us apart at the seams. And if we keep acting like it's not there, we don't figure out how we can get involved, we we, 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 we placate it or we stick our head in the sand, we're going to wake up one morning and find ourselves in a place that we do not want to be. Right. White nationalism and the sense of separation, absolutely. Um, a driving wedge in our in our American consciousness right now. Um, hey, before we wrap up today, <coughs> our friend Carol Lawrence, who was part of a great team, does a podcast here on two, on Monday mornings with Reverend Bill Marcioni called Practical Prayer. Welcome, Carol. 
Um, Carol says, I saw and remembered how Trump treated the employees at the Taj, that's be the Taj Mahal Hotel in Atlantic City, how he walked away from them, leaving them high and dry. That's who ran for president and that's who walked into the Oval Office. You take yourself wherever you go. Absolutely, Carol, you do take yourself wherever you go. And we we hold that there is also always the opportunity to better. Yeah. There, I don't have much faith that Donald Trump's ever going to make good on any of that stuff. And I, I'm pretty sure he's never going to make good on any of it. I'm pretty sure he's never going to take personal responsibility for anything that happened on January 6th either. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to leave that door open. I have to leave that door open a crack. I have to leave it at least unlocked that if he were to choose to better himself, we know it's possible. Um, and if it's possible, I don't want to discount him completely. I don't want to throw him away, right? It even, even incarceration can sometimes lead to a wholesale change in someone's life. Not always, not often. Uh, but there are those stories out there. Um, and I agree with you. (laughs) I would like to see some evidence of him trying to do better also. Um, I'd like to see, and and I think this is a, a great, great point because this is the conversation we need to take out into the streets. Yeah. This is the conversation to have with our our friends and maybe family that are on the edge of this conversation. I, there's someone in my life who was at January 6th. Now, it's someone I don't talk to, haven't talked to for a bit, and and the the pandemic pushed that friendship farther apart than it already had been due to space and time and all the things. But when I found out this person was at the, at January 6th, my mind was just like, that's it. We're done. Nope. Boom. And this is a person that that follows the new thought philosophy. Yeah. Wow. I have to leave the door open to have a conversation (laughs) to be able to say, how could we possibly vote for the same thing we got back in 2016? We can't vote. And there are people that are lining up to vote for that again uh, in 2024. Now is the time to start having these conversations and saying, I don't see anything moving better. I don't see. And it's not the current president's fault. I don't see anything moving because our past president continues to feed the flames of separation and white nationalism. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just think about it. I know we're running on time. When you think about that, that incident that happened in Idaho, where they had a U-Haul truck full of, uh, 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 of separatists who were going to a pride uh, event to cause God knows what. Um, I mean, that's scary. There were 31 armed white supremacists in a U-Haul truck, yes, on the way. And the only reason something more serious didn't happen is a good person with a phone, a good person with a telephone. Somebody picked up the phone and said, I'm at a hotel and I just watched this happen. I just watched a whole ton of guys with a, with weapons get in a, a U-Haul truck and, and p- police were able to intercept that vehicle. But it took somebody willing to say something, someone willing to take action, not just stand at the window and say, oh, I pray nobody gets hurt today. I pray those young men are safe out there. I pray they're not doing anything wrong. 
And officer, I just saw something that doesn't look right. Uh, I prayed on it first, but I'm calling you too. <laughs> my prayer said, "Pick up the phone." <laughs> yeah. uh, what a way to start a Friday, hey, folks. You know, we don't, pro you know, we never promise we're going to figure all this stuff out. And what we know is through the discussion, through the top, through being willing to have these conversations and look at what's going on in our world, that's how we can find a spiritual solution. Yes, it takes prayer. Yes, it takes our our willingness to follow the inspiration of those prayers. And uh, and and I guess that's our point for today. Pray, treat and move your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got we we have to be involved. It, it it's one thing to sit back and be critical and make observations and make you know all kinds of uh, uh, remarks. But at some point, if you really want to be effective and taken seriously, you have to get involved, however that is, other than just criticizing and putting down. Even if it's just starting a conversation with your own friend to be able to talk intelligently about this information and educate, educate, educate. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. All right, folks, I think we have uh, just about run out of our time here today. Before we go, though, however, we would love it if you would stick around, take one more. This one's a 30-second. Say thank you to our sponsors and financial supporters. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network, come be you. And please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace and blessings. All right, folks, I think it's time before we go for final thoughts. Z, final thoughts for the day? Yeah, final thoughts is uh, go celebrate. There's plenty to celebrate this weekend. Father's Pride, Juneteenth. Go celebrate the human family and the efforts we make to keep ourselves safe, uplifted, and inspired to live in a world that works for everyone. Yes. And you stole it. Well, can't steal because it's all one mind. But that was exactly what I'm thinking. Go celebrate. Have a good time, whatever that may be. And when or if you see someone with a flag or a sign or something that you don't agree with, don't separate. Yeah. Go have the conversation. Conversation. Yeah. Celebrate, don't separate, conversate, conversate, yeah. get with get with that. And and be genuine. Hey, I need to know what what is this for you so that you can have a true conversation, not just an accusation, not just an argument, but a conversation. And in that conversation, you get to be new thought. You get to share these universal principles of love and peace and abundance and, and prosperity and go do that. I love it. We'll be back again next week, folks. I think we might have a guest with us next week, but I can't remember who it is offhand. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure we have a special guest next week with us. Uh, and we've got a few special guests uh, coming up in the next few weeks. Oh, yes, it's Reverend uh, Karen Fox. I cannot wait to introduce you to this woman. This is gonna, next week's going to be out.
firecracker of a show. Uh, so please share this one with your friends and please plan to be with us again next Friday, 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Until then, then, wishing you peace and richest blessings. Peace. And thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.